It's very simple, uh, Samkina. The Section 96 of the Constitution of the Republic of South Africa that deals with ministers says that ministers must avoid situations uh, where they are placed in a conflict of interest. As you know, uh, a Section 102 motion, which is a motion of no confidence in the president, will mean that the president has to resign if it's successful, and all the cabinet ministers would have to follow suit. Uh, president Zuma has 72 uh, members of, the, of his uh, immediate cabinet and deputy ministers. Uh, they all have a very vested interest in ensuring that uh, he survives this motion of no confidence. We've put, in, put forward the, uh, the notion that this is indeed a conflict of interest because if uh, the motion was to succeed, those ministers would in essence lose their job. But does the very same constitution also not provide for ministers who are members of parliament to actually cast their votes? Yes, of course. But as with any other member of parliament who votes in the House, you must do so, but only when there's not a conflict of interest. So, for instance, if you are an ordinary member of parliament and you have a family member uh, that has bid for a government contract and that contract is up for debate or discussion or approval in the House, you should recuse yourself from that debate. Uh, because there is a clear conflict of interest that exists, because you and your family will personally benefit from that particular decision should it go ahead. But surely that makes no sense. Would you, would you ask for the same in uh, the Western Cape, for example, if there were to be an, a vote of no confidence against uh, Premier Helen Zilla, would you ask for the executive to recuse themselves and not be part of the vote? Well, it's a very different situation because the uh, Constitution and the law only uh, allows you to have 10 members, a maximum of 10 members uh, of the cabinet in a provincial legislature. So that's the Premier plus 10 other members. What we have is no limit in the South African Parliament. So in essence, if the President wanted to, he could um, put up a cabinet of 200 and something members if he wanted to, and then always be assured of a built-in majority whenever he votes so I think the situations are slightly different because the numbers uh, in a provincial legislature would ensure that a motion has a relative prospect of succeeding, um, you know, should ministers vote. In the South African Parliament, 72 members of the South African Parliament is quite a significant uh, a number to have in the bag before the vote even starts. They're never going to vote uh, to, for the president uh, to be removed. Uh, it'll be like Turkey's voting for Christmas. So uh, is that not really a way of conceding on your part that this is actually just an exercise in futility? I don't believe it's an exercise in futility, and I think that it's important that, the, that we acknowledge that the framers of the Constitution put two mechanisms in the, in the Constitution, Section 198, which is an impeachment motion, and Section 102, which is a motion of no confidence in the President, precisely to ensure that Parliament has a mechanism to express itself on the behaviour of the president, that the president cannot exercise his executive authority in an unbridled and unchecked manner. And so this is one of the mechanisms. Um, we you know, obviously believe that if a secret ballot was allowed, we believe that the result would be very different, I presume, to the one that we will see today. But what we do is have to use the mechanisms that are available to us to hold President Jacob Zuma accountable. The truth of the matter is South Africa still does not, despite the president's state of the nation and various other opportunities had, a rational uh, reason for his irrationality to dismiss the finance minister Nene in December last year, cause a 200 million rand haircut in the South African economy for which we're still reeling, uh, causing a tumble in our currency from which we still have not sufficiently recovered. South Africans need answers, and we are going to use every mechanism available to ensure that we have those answers and that we hold President Zuma accountable.
That's what we were sent to Parliament to do, and that's what we need to do. So how do you rate your prospects of success in Parliament today? Well, it's hard to say. As I said to you, I think if we were able to have a secret ballot, um, then I have no doubt that the, the results would be significantly different. But either way, uh, you know, the, the outcome of the vote, I and mean, we, of course, would love to see President Jacob Zuma removed, uh, as would the 805,000 South Africans who've written to ANC MPs using our online platform over the last week. Um, you know, but even if we don't succeed, it's important to note that we are using every mechanism possible to get the answers that South Africans want. I know there are a number of ANC MPs on those ANC benches who are very unhappy about the moves that were made against uh, Finance Minister Nene last year, the irrational appointment of Des Van Rooyen, then the last-minute knee-jerk removal of him and replacement with Praveen Godan. And we've seen today already, uh, in this week, uh, the undermining that's going on of, of the current Finance Minister. South Africans you know, are suffering. There are many people who just don't have work, 8.3 million South Africans without a job. They need answers to the questions of what is holding our economy back. And at the heart of that lies the irrational decisions made by the Zuma administration.